I didn't like him either. I mean, the fact that he's like, yeah, Man City, Man United, whoever's good, like, that's the team I root for. Like, as right, a sports right. fan, come right. on. Like, no, Who, you got to stick winning. with your team. Hell no. Hey, what's up, nerdies? Welcome to a Nerdy Bunch Cross Nerdy Sports Collaborative Podcast, where we review scripted and non-scripted content set in the world of sports. My name's English Dave, and I'm joined from the Nerdy Sports by Tim. What's up, Tim? What up, Dave? So happy to see you today. Oh, my God. I'm so excited about Ted Lasso. When we left off, you know, they had the goal of winning the championship division uh, or league, technically. And uh, it's fun to see, you know, what what chaos can happen in episode one. And Mm -hmm. uh, can't wait to discuss further with you. Yes, yes. And um, Ted Lasso is a series that caught, caught a lot of us. I can say I can speak for myself and I, I can speak for a lot of people out here that by surprise. Right. Um, and we've discussed this in, in one of our podcasts we've spoken about previously. But I would say I, I like this new idea of um, of them kind of making it a weekly show, because previously we had this as as a whole binge. Right. And now it's a show that we watch uh, uh, weekly. And initially, you and I kind of discussed this, and we said, even though it's all going to be binged, we're still going to uh, do reviews for each episode. So when this news came out, I was like, yes, <laughs> it makes our lives so much easier. <laughs> Absolutely. And I, and we I get so it. much stuff on demand now. We want to binge everything in mm-hmm. one clip, just mm-hmm. sit down one weekend and, and encompass an entire show but something like this is something i've been looking forward to all season long all summer long so you know i'm happy to wait another week each episode Mm -hmm. and i'm definitely excited to watch it you know quote unquote live as soon as i can and it allows us to do this like i said have that discussion Mm -hmm. i think this is some shows you define to binge but i think some shows are good to have that kind of weekly discussion and kind of soak it in more before the next episode um let's go straight into the episode uh, i think yeah this episode is titled goodbye earl which we kind of mm-hmm. find out very quickly <laughs> why that's titled in such a way <laughs> damn right i mean I, I i would hope the nerdy bunch audience already saw this episode before they watched so spoiler oh yes full spoilers uh, I was just shocked for a comedy to start off with, you know, I, I always joke around with friends, like what happens when like a live animal is your mascot and things can go wrong, whether it's a lion, whether it's a bear or a greyhound dog like this. And I love the old man's face. I rewatched that clip like four or five times. He's like, Oh no, it's (laughs) happening. And I was thinking like, okay, you have this comedy show that has a great mix of dark moments and a lot of serious moments and uh you know what are they going to do with this like like how somber of a start will this be or how quickly will they jump into jokes you know i was i was caught off the bat right excited and i think what i love about this show and and i've always said to people comedy and drama go hand in hand very well mm-hmm. and this show utilizes that very well because it starts off with this comedic beat but that's the driving narrative that drives the whole episode right which then goes into Danny getting the yips. Sorry, I shouldn't speak about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, Sharon's like, no, talk about it. Like, don't yeah. don't shy away from these words. Like, I'm a sports psychologist. Like, we can't, we, we need to confront your fears. We need to mm-hmm. confront these words we're not comfortable with. Like, mm-hmm. she's like, attacks it right off the get. I loved which, her character. Which, again, dominoes effects to, to the whole episode, mm-hmm. which, again, we see is going to probably be a, a, a larger theme throughout the series with Ted having to, to kind of seek therapy for certain things. 
you know he spoke, oh, yeah. he spoke about his fact that he doesn't he doesn't have you know a good thing with, with with therapists because the only time he's ever seen one is during when his marriage had problems and he felt he was just being attacked yeah, yeah. And, and also he's usually the guy that likes to help people like you know talk mm-hmm. to people, blah, blah. so then when others are going to someone else he kind of gets jealous he's like wait i help the sure. guys you know i'm the one supposed to help everybody and yeah. at the end when you see the other teammates they all want help from her you know so it's like now he kind of has like a yeah. nemesis especially because she's tough on him but i kind of like her the the character oh, i loved it i loved it she was super serious but she got it you know they they had that like uh competition in the office you know yeah. uh pe- passing some ball back and forth i'm not sure exactly what they were doing but yeah. something in regards to like keeping a streak going and yeah. she's like so what's your best what's your greatest of all time and then they said some crazy numbers she's like impressive yeah exactly, I love that. exactly. so yeah she, she she knows when not to be serious and yeah. she understands the room but at the same time she's a doctor so mm-hmm. she needs to kind of keep that serious angle but uh similar to what you were saying about ted lasso so i could empathize as like uh, a guy that likes to keep positive energy and good moods like and that's what he does with all these jokes and all this wit that he has like sometimes you don't really want to dig deep and, and and get into the dark stuff that may be like you know underneath your your rug you know so this show does a wonderful job at getting into those serious moments mm-hmm. but still knowing how to bounce right back and make sure it's a comedy and i uh love this podcast called the low post it's a straight basketball podcast and he had brendan hunt uh, come on, who's uh, Coach Beard. And mm-hmm. he's one of the co-creators, co-writers, co-stars, which I think it's amazing that him and Jason Sudeikis are basically like the two guys in charge of everything. They created the show, they write the show, they are stars of the show, and they really understand these characters. But um, Lo was talking to Brendan, and he's like, well, how do you keep that like mix of heavy moments and comedic moments. And he's like, well, honestly, we just throw the F bomb everywhere. And that's like what, what keeps us on edge. And I, I really like, you know, I I could see that, like they keep it natural and they want to bring up something like relegation to be like, look, we're not just writing this storybook moment sports picture where like the underdog wins at the end of the game with this buzzer beater or this last second goal, like, no, they didn't get the goal they needed, even though Crystal Palace won six nothing and they were begging for that draw. Even though Ted hates draws, they didn't get it and they got relegated. And all of a sudden, we could understand a little bit more of that championship league. Mm-hmm. You know, figure out what it's like to be relegated, what it's like to come back, like a realistic story. Mm-hmm. And and speaking of that, you know, and one of the other narratives that's kind of underlining through this episode, and we're going to probably um, touch more on it in more future episodes is the fact that um they had they have a record streak of draws yeah <laughs> which i think is hilarious <laughs> seven in a row to start up the season straight impressive they got it, seven points right right They're ready to go <laughs> very very impressive it's an interesting place to be i think it's hilarious i love the moment when before the penalty and then nathan is like i'm gonna pray to god uh, that we score and then um, yeah, yeah yeah he's like which god which language <laughs> and he's like just cross your fingers and make a wish and speaking of nathan have you noticed they're doing Love something him. interesting with his character he seems more cocky this season so far. of course well now all of a sudden ted's giving him confidence right and right, at the end right. of the last season he got promoted to be a coach yeah and all of a sudden he's like 
well, people like my ideas. I'm connecting with the players, like definitely way more cocky. And all of a sudden yeah. he's got this superior yeah. uh, point of view over to some of these players. And yes. there's, you know, Jamie Tart's not around. So that energy of somebody like goofing on him every day is gone. Mm-hmm. And uh, Roy, Roy Kent's no longer with the team. Um, so it's just a bunch of role players like Sam and, you know, a couple of new characters we may discuss later. Mm-hmm. But uh, I definitely, I, I like seeing somebody that used to be super timid and all of a sudden the first episode he was shocked like wait you know my name you're talking yeah. to me like yeah. i'm nathan <laughs> and all of a sudden now he's like like going going hard like <laughs> a little too hard but it's yeah, easier right? to rein somebody back you know yeah, rather yeah, than yeah. push him forward which again this can be an interesting kind of character arc for him right giving him mm-hmm. an interesting journey uh, let's talk about some of the other characters introducing this well reintroducing to this episode we had uh, rebecca keely and roy kent they kind of their narratives kind of crossed over with each other uh, we continue to see the 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 growing relationship friendship between uh, Rebecca and Keely, which I love seeing. I love the two of them uh, together. I, I love that the they're they're really good friends now. And now Rebecca's lo- gone. I love how we discussed this last podcast, but the best part of their relationship is that they're polar opposite characters, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but they bring out the best in each other. Mm -hmm. And like, that's what I think about with my friends, you know, like me and you like could come from completely different backgrounds, but you make me think of a different perspective. Mm -hmm, Be mm -hmm. like, Hey Tim, like I know your intentions, but maybe figure this out. And like Keely gives her more confidence, whether last season it's like looking a little bit more sexy for the, you know, photo shoots and, and uh, Rebecca gives Keely a little bit more like, look, you don't just have to be this uh famous for no reason instagram Mm -hmm. model like you could be serious you're smart you're good with people like i want you to work with me and Mm -hmm. their their relationship's amazing i'm so happy to see you know roy kent happy with her and uh i feel like he's gonna become such a big character in this season too 100 100 percent. i like the fact that we're looking at okay the narrative of the athlete of okay what next right you're, Mm -hmm. you're still relatively young you finished your, your, the main thing you're doing. What next? You know, and, and I love seeing that he's, he's teaching an under 14 uh, girls team. He hasn't changed. Yeah. <laughs> he's His eight year old niece. Yeah. <laughs> Loved it. He's like, you can't go calling them little pricks, even though they are. <laughs> but he's he's uh he's got a good heart but a tough exterior yes and uh i love seeing him at the end of the episode with all the yoga ladies yes. and all of a sudden boom jamie car <laughs> jamie tart comes on in this like love island type of show he's like this right. motherfucker oh like God. come on this guy i can't get rid of him <laughs> he's coming around like and you know speaking of, of keely being smart right we get the underlying narrative of her pushing him to do things right mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Uh, even things that he may not be comfortable with when when she was the one that made him do the whole farewell speech. And we found out later that people actually like that, right? He, for him, it's like, oh no, it's terrible. 15 million people saw me. And she's like, no, that's a great thing. People want to yeah. see you, you know? Yeah. And, and even the ongoing narrative of like Sky Sports reaching out to him to be a, a, a pundit, things like that. Everyone's yeah. like, yeah, you'd be great at it. I think we're going to go there or somewhere down that line of him like, no, really, oh, yeah. I, I could be good at this. Or yeah. some more serious coaching. Maybe yes. he coaches and he's like a part of the team joining Coach Beard and Nate. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Ted Lasso, I could see him definitely being a part of that because mm-hmm. he wants to help them out. Mm-hmm. And Ted's like almost brokenhearted. He's like, yeah. Roy, Roy knows, like he, he he's got tickets. He's got like Shania yeah. Twain, like they're, <laughs> they're, they're like different code names, like just in case. I'm like, Roy, Roy Ken is really that famous? Like I don't know, but he's just <laughs> he's like, you sure he knows? He knows, right? Like maybe well, eighth match, I'll come around. Well, I mean, Rebecca's um, date seemed to like 
where it came Oh, man. <laughs> Roy definitely did not like him. Oh, man. I didn't like him either. I mean, the fact that he's like, yeah, Man City, Man United, whoever's good, like, that's the team I root for. Like, as right, a sports right. fan, come right. on. Like, no. Who, you got to stick winning. with your team. Hell no. You can't be a bandwagon fan like that, especially right. those two elite clubs. And I, I like that Roy was really honest with her when he, he said, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, he's fine, but you deserve better than fine. Like, yeah. like it's true. You're like, yeah, he's yeah. fine. He's okay. He's safe, but you deserve better. And then, you know, when she kind of inadvertently broke up with him mm-hmm. and then just realizing herself, like, yes, I do deserve it's like, wait, better. Do you just break up with me? Like they're in a Starbucks or something? He's like, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, I guess. Uh, he's like, <laughs> uh, you, I guess you should pay for this one, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was amazing. Um let's talk about little moments that we like that necessarily not not necessarily huge storylines but little fun moments. sure of course uh, we had, got introduced to a new new uh player uh what's mm-hmm. his name? uh jan <laughs> yeah who's all, all like who's all like um when they said what's a goldfish like, oh, forget forget what you've done wrong and move on and he's like i didn't do anything wrong all of you did <laughs> yeah it's like he's not rude he's just dutch <laughs> he's super blunt he's definitely right. gonna have a lot of one-liners throughout right, the season right. yeah. yeah i liked his character um i like the idea that uh, an opposing team sent them thai food because they keep yeah. tying a lot seven straight draws yeah that's stupid and i love it <laughs> <laughs> of course you do <laughs> it's so dumb um what other line did i like what's his name um rebecca's assistant what's his name higgins yeah higgins when he's the man like, with a million kids and dogs right, when he's like i've got to get home in time to prepare myself for my kids to watch star wars and explain why luke and leia kiss <laughs> I knew you were going to bring that up, of course. My favorite line as a sports fan, of course, was like, oh, my God, do we really make Michael Jordan cry? Like the crying Jordan meme? Like (laughs) that got me. I'm like, oh, here we go. This is why I love Ted Lasso. They always bring in the sports, uh, you know, uh, references. Just like the Allen Iverson practice rant last season. Mm -hmm. Even though I figured out, like, most of the cast and crew had no idea what that was about. Like Mm -hmm. Jason Sudeikis and Brennan Hunt had to explain, like, hey, by the way, we're going to film this, but I'll explain the reference afterwards so i thought that was kind of cool did you catch the little, little touch of when danny's having the, the the dream the nightmare about the dog being killed mm-hmm. he wakes up from a threesome yeah no two <laughs> girls right next to him he's he's like the nice jamie jamie tart of this season right, right i think right. this team's way better off without him like you know now all of a sudden they got this guy mm-hmm. being their their leading scorer kind of mm-hmm. striker mm-hmm. i think they're gonna do a lot better like he's He's not one to be cocky. Of course, he barely knows the language. He really just says football is life and, mm-hmm. and moves on. And he's sitting there in the shower, just like praying <laughs> to God, like getting this curse off of him. I couldn't imagine. I mean, you definitely need a sports psychologist in that moment after love, you kill a dog, like during moment. a pressure penalty moment like that. <laughs> oh, man. And, and I loved how when um, they're trying to figure out how to help him. And again, this touches on Nathan's kind of like uh, um, being extra sassy or, or, or just like extra. Almost like almost yeah. kind of an, an asshole when he's like, "Well, let's show him how much what his paycheck is." That should motivate him. I was like, I mean, <laughs> "You're not wrong, but damn." <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's definitely not the humble kid from Kansas. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. I also love uh, 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 Roy's niece because uh, he owes mm-hmm. her like what over eleven hundred dollars or eleven hundred pounds because he keeps cursing. 
she's keeping her little tabs. <laughs> like I said, they keep cursing him. Roy's not going to change. No. He doesn't care. He's no. coaching a bunch of eight-year-olds. No. And the mom's like, hey, you're a little, a little harsh on them. He's like, nah, they need to learn. <laughs> when she's like, she's, he's he's like, the how, best. He's like, how's your game? She's like, outstanding. I got a red card for elbowing a girl in the neck. <laughs> oh, man. That's Roy Kent's niece right there. There you go. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> also, my final favorite moment is um, Ted understanding the different rules of girl talk. Sometimes you, it's just uh, to listen. Sometimes yep. it's not to get an answer. Sometimes it's just yep. not to respond. You understand those rules, right? And I, I think yeah, Ted, Ted is getting it. When he's like, oh, Zibit, sometimes girl talk just means you keep quiet and let them and listen. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wait, wait. Girl, listen. <laughs> you, you're, you're just venting to me and absolutely nothing's wrong. He's like a nice guy, you know, makes good money. Like, you know, it mm-hmm. ends up being, you know, that Roy Kent like realizes it. Like, there's no spark there. Like, you know, she was like stressing out, like, oh my God, what to say? What do I do? Like, you know, the girl talk is just, just talk for, mm-hmm. you know, talk purposes just to get off your mind and, mm-hmm. and vent to somebody else who kind of, mm-hmm. you know, may, mm-hmm. may want to be a, uh, you know, supporter. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And, 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 and again, this continues the kind of, narrative that this show does where we get these serious moments through the lens mm-hmm. of comedy and vice versa these comedic moments through the lens of, of drama and, and this show just balances it really well like that moment where they ask in the press conference they ask uh, um uh, uh, uh ted about the dog and he tells a story about his dog hank yeah hank, he's just yeah. like he just had this moment like oh shit <laughs> it just went really deep again you know just just those little moments like that also, Absolutely. Did, you, did you catch the dig of the Jets? Oh, of course. Come on. <laughs> Come on. I mean, they're they're looking at another like uh, six and eleven season coming up anyway. So, you know, historic losers. Yes. I, I Absolutely. Trust things. me, those were my two top lines were the sports <laughs> references. Michael Jordan, meme, and uh the New York Jets. Absolutely. Of course. Well, that's it for this episode. Uh I was very excited. I think they came came back strong um they haven't they haven't actually touched on the on the it's almost what i like about it is that it feels like you feel that time has passed within that world right it's mm-hmm. not like we we pick up where we left off right things have moved on times have passed things have changed uh there's still certain things you haven't seen we haven't seen some of the the fans you know the fans are part of the narrative in the, the first pub. season we want to see how how where they show up and mm-hmm. we got teased with jamie at, at, at the end of this episode i'm sure he's going to show yep. up some more in some capacity uh, I'm excited to see how they do. And again, what I like is that they didn't make a thing about the Jamie Keeley Roy thing for so long, you know, just it's, enough right just at the enough. end. Yeah. yeah. This could have been something that keep kept coming back season after season. It's like, no, 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 no. So I'm interested no. to see in what direction they take Jamie. Right. Because no, they went straight into it. Right. It opened up like, with Nate's face yeah. and all of a sudden it's like, oh, we're in. And then boom, dog dies. And then yes. crying Jordan meme. And then all of a sudden the press <laughs> conference with the with Hank's story. And then, yep. you know, and, and follow I, the same narrative of all of those jokes. I find it interesting in terms of Jamie's narrative, because where we left him off mm-hmm. um, in terms of his story with his father. Yeah, and I think I think we're going to go there more. You know, I think we're going to touch on that in terms of do- mm-hmm him still struggling with doing what he wants versus who his father wants him to be. Trying to sure. And I think Ted's life and everything's going to affect him. Cause I think he's going to be in that glory road where he's on the team that's doing very well. Yet he's not happy. Meanwhile, Ted's team is relegated, but they're still mm-hmm. happy. You know, it's like, and I, that's what I love about this show. And I'm excited to see where it goes. 
I love in a world of sports where everybody, you know, the NBA drafts coming up tomorrow and all these teams are like, all right, how can we win the NBA championship? Ted's like, well, it's not about wins and losses. Like I'll say it again. It's not about wins and losses. It's about me teaching these men how to be better men, to live a better life, to impact other people, to be better people mm-hmm. in general. And like the, this show really encompasses all that. And all of a sudden going down, getting relegated creates more drama. And I really think if I have to predict something, I think they'll fight. Maybe they sneak in with that six seed, win those two legs, boom. And all of a sudden make it to the Premier League again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, we shall see uh, where, where these episodes take us. So join us in this discussion. Find us on social media at The Nerdy Much. Let, let us know your thoughts on the episodes as they air. And tune in next time and we, as we will be reviewing episode two of Ted Lasso. If you want to hear more of us or see more of our stuff, find us uh, on our respective pages. Uh, look for at The Nerdy Sports and uh, The Nerdy Bunch. And... Uh, on on all social media and on your podcast platforms and as always tim keep it nerdy keep it nerdy peeps